1: Welcome back in. Uh, We're talking rugby league more, specifically the Warriors and one of the hosts of this Warriors Life podcast, Fonzie joins us. Huge Warriors fan based in Australia just to serve it up to them over there. Uh, Fonzie, welcome in. Uh, Two pre-season games down. Your summation. Afternoon, Staffy. Great to be here, mate. Uh, My summation. Well, I
0: think the first trial was Good for getting us enthusiastic and letting us um, so you get a win against some reasonably weak opposition. The second trial's probably brought us back down a bit to earth where some of the weaknesses in the squad probably got exposed. And there's probably a few different stories we can tell about a tr- about that second trial and we can get into that. But I think at overall at this point, we're about where I thought we'd be, which is we've got work to do, but there's some good signs and some bad signs.
1: Okay, uh, I'm trying to decide. Do we start with good or bad? Let's start with the, what are the bad signs, Fonzie.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I think the first thing is, and I heard you guys talking uh, live earlier, Sean Johnson yep. has picked up where he left off in 2022 in that trial. And uh, that's a concern because so much hinges, both from a winning point of view, but also you know, a spectacle and a feel-good factor around the team. Is Sean going well? So that was a little disappointing to see. Uh, The concerns we had around our middle forwards and whether they could do a job against physical sides like Melbourne, I think those concerns were proved to be valid. I think we struggled to match Melbourne physically in the middle. Um, And then I think in the centre position, we probably haven't quite got what we need there at the moment. And, And they're all the things I think that some of us feared might be an issue. But there were some good signs too.
1: Yeah, Speaking of those middle forwards, I... I don't know how long it's been since I've seen a set of six with all of the biggest guys on there taking a hit up each with ferocity, with purpose, with passion. Like every now and then against Melbourne, you saw one good charge, but that relentless nature that's required in the NRL just doesn't seem to be appearing in in Warriors jerseys.
0: Weekend, all of Melbourne's props, including their bench props, were sort of 110 kilo plus. And we had a guy like Mitch Barnett as starting prop. And I I love what Mitch Barnett can do. But he's about 105 kilos. He's more fast than he is big and physically intimidating. And so, you know, a number of times he's flying off the line to put a hit on these big Melbourne props, get them before they can wind up, and he's bouncing off them, right? Because he's just not that big physical prop. And he's playing there because there's no one else that. So Maratha and had a spell off the um, right edge into prop and then we brought on our, our benchies. But it's just a, a weak spot in the roster at the minute, and we're looking at guys like Barnett and your Quarter to do a job, but it's not their first best use, I'd say, as players.
1: Fonzie, uh, Sammy here, mate. You you and the Warriors Life Boys um, did a good podcast with, uh, with Andrew Webster, um, I think was at the end of last year, maybe beginning of this year, and uh, there was a really uh, interesting part in it where he talked about um, – his sort of philosophy and where potentially he sees the worries and the game heading. And there was a hint that maybe the Ford pack was moving towards being a not smaller, but certainly a, like faster as opposed to bigger. Um, and just sort of hearing you there talking about Mitch Barnett and those sort of guys lends itself more to the, the speed over size. Do you like buy into that? From where do you think that's a good direction to head in?
0: Well, I mean, when we talked to Andrew, as you say, he said, I'm less worried about, size as I am about them being fit, fast and strong, right? So, um, and then size is sort of a bonus, but you've got to have those three things. And I do think there's a bit of a trend in the NRL that way compared to having 220 kilo bookends. But I think, you know, Barnett's sort of 105 kilo. He's traditionally played in the back row and now he's playing prop and he might come good. He might become a prop, but it's it's just not, it's not where he spent the last hundred games playing. And I think there's a balance there. Um, And I think that we we saw against Melbourne that if the other team's playing more your bigger prop rotation, we are just going to struggle. And to counter, there's ways to counter it. And we can play, you know, a game with faster line speed, more players in motion, in attack, all those things. But you end up having to do more work and be a bit more complex to offset just your lack of size. And so it might be that we can do that as we develop as a squad, but you didn't see it
1: yesterday. And, of course, in the great game of Rugby League, as in all sports, there's offence and defence. Defensively, the Warriors, do you think they've improved? I know it's only pre-season, but what have you seen from the defensive structures, the defensive patterns of the Warriors?
0: Well, that, to me, was actually one of the high points yesterday. Um, So... If you look at the, the Tigers game where we defended reasonably well, but we were running downhill all game in that match. So we ran for something like nineteen hundred meters to the Tigers' thirteen hundred. So we had all the running. Mm. Yesterday we ran for nineteen hundred so we ran for fourteen hundred meters to Melbourne's nineteen hundred. So almost a mirror image, right, of the the middle dominance. And yet we still went in six 0 up at half time and our best squads were playing each other. And and that was because our line speed was, I think, a bit improved on last year and there was obviously good attitude and good scramble. And so those things are important. Those are things we can take away and build off. And, and guys like Barnett and Morata uh, and these sorts of players will be very good in scramble. Day. So they might not, might not win the impact, but they'll be good on scramble. They'll be good at laterally and those sorts of things. So we might just have to start getting used to that where we can feed a bit of ground, but we scramble and hold.
1: The halves conundrum, um, well, I guess it's the spine conundrum, but the halves and and fullback. Are you any closer if you were the head selector for the Warriors for settling on your starting six, seven, and one?
0: Yeah, this is hard, um, Staffy. because I've changed my mind several times in the preseason. I mean, part of you wants to say, hey, let's go all out attack, and we'll find a way to get Metcalf in there. Maybe Metcalf's a fullback chance to centre and then S.J., and Tenlaro uh, Martin in the halves, something like that. But I think um, after talking to Andrew Webster and looking at it on the weekend, I do think we need to emphasise um, yardage out of backfield, given we're going to struggle with yardage out of our middles. And so I think you need Charms as your fullback is the best defensive fullback we've got, the best yardage fullback we've got. So if he's your fullback, then you need two creative halves. And I think at the moment it's, it's SJ, and uh, Tamari Martin Martin with Metcalf injured and waiting in the wings, And I I haven't given up on Sean. I think, you know, you've got to put a bit of an asterisk next to your halfback's performance when you're getting owned like that in the middle. And you tend to see veteran players maybe just not quite as motivated in trial games Mm. and to prepare for trial games. You know, they play that vet card and sort of treat it a bit more lightly. So I I want to be glass half-full with Sean, and I'd stick with him but he's going to have to sort himself out before Metcalf gets back from injury.
1: What about, have you earmarked any of the new talent that you've seen on display so far, some of the youngsters that could could make a mark this year?
0: Well, I think Tommy um, was went really well in that first trial and was part of the reason we had the Tigers. We were running downhill against the Tigers, and given we lack props, I think he's a guy who could end up playing big minutes and be very important for us um, at prop this year. And so I think he's one whose stocks are going to go up through the year. Um, Otherwise, I mean, we saw some good performances in the Tigers game from some of our Cup players. But like uh, the the fullback, Tilpikki and uh, Sifakula, the guy who uh, played back row and got promoted to the squad. But I don't think they're NRL ready yet. So they're more ones to watch into next year. Um, yeah, otherwise, I'm kind of hoping Rock or Berry comes from nowhere and puts up his hands for a centre spot and has a breakout year because we need a good centre.
1: Um, and I thought it was almost written in the stars that the former warrior, the big man, uh, Katoa, scored a try for Melbourne, going through a yawning gap and looking delighted. To me, I'm so scared he's going to be the next one that got away.
0: Oh, I think he will be, Staffy, and I think a lot of us, including you and I, would. We're thinking that when we let him go. But mm. um, I, w- I will give a shout-out on the weekend. Our left edge, which had Ronald Volkman, who's you know, a rookie, very small guy, um, defending there, uh, had Jackson Ford, our left-edge back rower. And I thought he was fantastic in the first half on the weekend. And he did a good job shutting Katoa down because Katoa was his man um, on their right edge. And so... Um, I, I took some pleasure out of that, actually, as well, that our, our edge forwards forward sport and new quarter went well. So we might not miss Katoa quite as much as, as we first thought. And uh, I wish him all the best, too, because you know, I really enjoy watching him play.
1: Yeah, I just think he can be a phenomenal player for a long time. And finally, Fonzie, uh, of the other teams that have been playing in all of these pre-seasons. And, you know, Penrith got dusted. They're not the world champions. Um, I'd still argue they're probably the best club team in the world, but they haven't got the trophy to prove it. Um, who have you liked or been a bit surprised that you haven't liked in the pre-season?
0: Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched all of the, the games. And I, as I say, you, you've got to be careful reading too much into trials. I thought St George were particularly poor on the weekend, Um And I don't think anyone had them moving too far up the ladder, but uh, I'm having a close look at them for the spoon. They're a bit long in the spoon market for mine at the moment. Um, Penrith in that game, the World Cup Challenge game, I watched that very closely. That was a great game of footing. And I was sort of a little bit pleased to see some of the same rust in some of their key players that I saw in some of ours. It sort of gave me a bit of a comparison to not get too hung up on some of the errors that some of our key guys made on the weekend. Um, and, you know, I think the Sharks, the Sharks are a team that's on the up. I think they're about to consolidate themselves as a perennial sort of top four team with a stable coach. And I thought they were reasonably impressive and I think they're going to do very well.
1: Uh, just for rugby league fans and Warriors fans, what's your schedule of your podcast release? Do you, do you try and get one out a week or what's your format for the season looking like?
0: Yeah, we, we try and do weekly podcasts. Um, we sort of, it in around other commitments but yeah we look to do weekly podcasts. There's three of us on there so at least two can usually um, find a slot where we can open a beer and have a chat for an hour and <laughs> review the review the weekend's games and, and look ahead and um, we always keep an ear out for uh, the information coming through from Sense because it helps us podcast better.
1: Yeah brilliant. Always good to have you on the show Fonzie and no doubt we'll uh, be in regular contact through the season as uh, Warriors push on to finish ninth and just be just out of reach, (laughs) just out of reach. But I think ninth would be a victory this year. What's a success for you look like for Warriors end end a regular season on the ladder? Where's your plus minus for a good season?
0: Look, if I was doing it off the ladder, I'd say 12th, I think. But I'm much more interested in getting to the end of the year and feeling like we've got our defence pretty well sorted and there's passages at play where even the good teams are scared of us. That's
1: all I want. Perfect, Fonzie. Love it. Thanks for joining us. Cheers, Staffy. Anytime, mate. Cheers, mate. Fonzie, this Warriors Life podcast, add it to your itinerary to listen to each week. Very easy listen, and they've got great insights, and it's uh, it's not it's not like serious, it's just good banter, so it relates with all of us. Um, good Roosters, Fonzie and This Warrior's Life. That's the podcast to subscribe to. We'll take a break for news, sport and weather, and after that we'll find out how we did on the punter. Huh?